0: The life of a procrastinator is often portrayed as a rather scanty one with depression often lingering not too far. Scattered books, on unlaid bed, incomplete assignments often heading towards a pretty unfulfilled life if not pulling up at its driveway already. But it isn't always the case because what schools don't teach you and what motivation speakers often leave out of their speeches is that there are certain outliers to procrastination that could point you in the right direction this is the hype podcast and i am Bosby, your host and out of today's honey jar came the topic the virtue of procrastination three weeks ago i found myself stuck between figuring out my life which involved whether or not to get a master's before potentially saying i do to a man who was probably non-existent or vice versa and figuring out my next episode title finally concluding that neither was with my current disposition of complete calmness because of course i was not ready to disrupt that by actively partaking in the cataclysm of depression i resorted to reading one of my six unpublished novels which i wrote back in 2019 and then it hit me it was not complete should that have been a problem Absolutely, but of course, this bee was way too busy doing nothing to be bothered. But I should have been bothered because, just like a billion other things, I often started but was slow to finish. This too was just another reminder that I was a chronic procrastinator. Now, the greater problem was solving the word problem. What was wrong with me? Why didn't I even care that much about finishing what I started? And contradictory to my initial thought of not thinking myself into depression, that was exactly what I was doing. I started sessions for speeches on the positive side of procrastination to at least convince myself that I was doing the right thing by taking things slow and at my own pace. But of course, all the internet told me was that I was a soul loser who was afraid to face the root cause of my procrastination. Fear. That word. Which honestly doesn't make sense to me, by the way. But whether or not procrastination is as a result of fear is some other podcast's topic, not mine. (laughs) Alright, so I dedicated the rest of my week to reading self-help books to guide me into a state of Zen and listening to TED Talks. And that was when I came across the perfect TED Talk by Adam Grant titled The Surprising Habits of Original Thinkers. Which, by the way, I think reveals a great deal of wisdom, so do all to go listen to it when you can. The world has made us believe that procrastination is an illness, a cancerous growth that eats into our productivity and leaves us with little to no time to accomplish anything. And yes, it can be just that. But most often, procrastination is not the problem because believe me you, there is a hidden intelligence, almost an invisible glorious side to it. And I will tell you why you should stop calling yourself a chronic procrastinator with such disappointments. But instead embrace the virtue in it. Now the reason why a lot of people, in fact millennials, tend to believe that procrastination is as a result of fear is because of the perception of perfection, which most Africans will agree with because most Africans I raised in extended family settings and are taught to do things to please the family. So, most blacks grow up to be people pleasers who would rather do things perfectly or not at all. And that eats into almost every decision that comes to fruition. For example, I must go to the school my mother is obsessed with. I must do the course which will bring honor and pride to my household. Marry into a befitting family. And for this reason, most young black adults tend to develop anxiety and depression at a very tender age. So a fear of making the wrong decision because you have to consider all the different factors that influence your decision-making process, procrastination comes to play. So procrastination may indeed be associated with a fear of failing. That is entirely true. But to the school of thought that equalizes procrastination with fear in the sense that procrastination itself is considered a phobia, is entirely flawed. Now, here is what psychology today says about procrastination and its drivers. Now, there are a couple of things that may feed a person's desire to keep procrastinating, which may include a fear of failing, which I already mentioned, lack of motivation, which most people like to call laziness, but I don't know, I just don't like to use that word laziness. Maybe it's from my background studying human resources, but I prefer to use the word demotivation rather yeah so there's that then there's having a low self-confidence which could also be a root cause of your procrastination then there is anxiety which most often is associated with fear of failure but it could be as a result of fear of success too (laughs) shocking right but yeah there is that it's a thing it exists i'll give you an example so take for example a person who often succeeds in everything but become anxious towards a test of success because of how previous comrades or colleagues have reacted to um, recurring successes so they will tend to procrastinate a task or try to shift delegated tasks and yeah this should also be hinted at that because i think when anxiety is mentioned it's usually because of a fear of feeling but then yeah fear of success is a thing and then there is overconfidence as well and that too could be another reason for procrastination. Alright, so here's a quick question hmm. let's test your grammar so what is the difference between procrastination and postponing any ideas all right i'll go ahead and ha- answer that for you so well the former is a noun and the latter is a verb <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is where you know in your heart that you should have taken junior level English lessons very seriously, but (laughs) don't sweat it, Boss must be easier to break it down. So procrastination basically is the act of postponing a task to a later date, but postponing on the other hand is to completely adjourn or cancel or reset another date for an action. So you could say postponing is intentional, but procrastinating isn't. Sometimes you really want to complete the task, but Charlie, you are just not motivated enough to do so, so you postpone. So the major difference between the two is just an aspect of grammar and not particularly contextual. Right. what if I told you that 99.999% of the world's greatest inventors, writers, scientists and even poets often left their work incomplete only to return to it years later to leave us all with a masterpiece. Let us start with Leonardo da Vinci of course, (laughs) the patron saint of all procrastinators, a rather odd and yet interesting character who often wrote in reverse, whose notebook Codex leicester was sold to bill gates at a whopping 30 million dollars in 1994. whoa who was also the renowned creator of paintings like the mona lisa and the last supper who was also known for having very questionable hobbies like dissecting corpses i mean you better start taking yourself seriously because you never know what your net worth might be after you die well well, the great da vinci always avoided finishing his tasks not not because he was lazy of course not come on a mathematician a physician a painter an inventor someone with such a great curriculum vitae and portfolio with quite the clientele and still had time to open dead people up lazy come on he was far from that in fact i believe the reason why he never went to school was because there is this thing about systemic curriculum that hinders one from being creative or a careful creator you just cannot afford to be a procrastinator while in school martin da vinci he saw that as a skill he had to perfect and to do so he was going to break out of the study school and become something school could not shape you into a procrastinator which eventually gave him ample time to be as original as he could possibly be so the virtue in procrastination which to many of us may not be realized is the gift of time procrastinating gives you enough time to figure out what your work is missing the wow factor often comes to you as an idea when you do not inhibit yourself with a specific deadline i am not saying that doesn't come with risks but like i said you would have to be a procrastinator to be a creator or inventor of something original that is not a deciding factor anyway but something will definitely have to give i mean yeah that's what i mean and that is how the vinci was able to give us pieces like the mona lisa and the last supper now let us move into case number two samuel taylor Coleridge. Now this is a rather familiar one and I think every writer or poet out there will relate. Now if you have ever suffered from writer's block, then cheers! I present to you the famous writer of Kubla Khan. Now Samuel was a writer who had a love-hate relationship with his fans and publishers because the guy was so good at writing that he often with the appetite of his readers only to leave them hanging. He took his time and I mean he took his time and he made sure he took a lot of yours too but <laughs> well, someone gave no two f's about who had to wait if you had to wait you had to wait he was not an eager man and being famous was the least of his problems he is known to be the number one procrastinator in the world because he kept his fans waiting and never got to complete kubla khan a poem which by the way is a top read in all of history samuel wrote that poem at the age of 25 and in the next 36 years of his life was trying to figure out the rest of the poem because apparently he wrote the poem under the influence of an opium-like substance and as he was writing the poem he was interrupted by someone causing him to forget the rest of it so those of you out there who seem not to understand what it means to be in the zone and the fatalities associated with interrupted a creative at work. This is your moment of enlightenment. Mommy, if you are listening to this right now, please, this one is for you. This one, this one is just for my mom, honestly. <laughs> Alright, so the next time you think of brewing a cup of coffee for an almost knocked out writer on his umpteenth puzzle of booze, think of Samuel Taylor Courage's fans and every other literature student out there who has to complete an entire paper on Kubla Khan and left with a final quest to finish up only based on the befitting assumptions? All right, let's move on to a more recent and modern case. Writer of the Harry Potter series and mother of three, Joanne Rowland, popularly known as J.K. Rowland, who at the beginning of her career as a writer felt crushed by the weight of divorce latest book about her feet in 2018 at Harvard University on the fringe benefits of failure she hinted on the crucial importance of imagination and the need to pursue it regardless of what views your parents may have on whether or not you could pay a mortgage or secure a pension we all have to decide for ourselves what constitutes fear this was one of the lines that out from that stood out for me from um what she said she said that day behind the podium before hundreds of people who possibly may never know what it means to be called one Jovan spoke of how long and how hard she fell to failure and how grand she rose from it by dedicating her entire time putting everything else on hold everything but her desire to write in putting every other thing on hold And by every other thing, I mean the usual sensible things that a graduate should be occupying themselves with, finding a job that puts food on the table, lavishing herself with the decencies of the working class, paying for private tuition for her kids, thinking of her retirement, her kids' college fees. Well, of course, she did think of these things, but instead of letting them weigh her down, she poured her time, devotion, and passion into focusing on her books, and in the end, this procrastinator of life was well rewarded with all the things she never even thought she would own or have if by the end of this episode you still feel like you wasted another 10 minutes listening to nonsensical philosophies and therefore take nothing away please take this being a failure is an intrinsic realization not an extrinsic one and so is being a procrastinator which isn't necessarily the equivalent of a failure by the way Now taking these examples into account, we see the bright side and the not so bright side of procrastinating. But my task today isn't to let you feel like a failure or a phlegmatic. Truth is, everyone procrastinates. And the even greater truth here is, it is not a bad thing to procrastinate as long as you are doing something else productive. And I'm not just saying this to blow on the source left behind by my unfinished businesses, but think about it. The virtue of procrastination is in these words be afraid of failing that is okay but even greater be afraid of failing to give it a shot because not trying at all is where you feel the most so till next time i'll be here in the hive making some more honey stay blessed and do share this episode with your entire household i would love to hear your thoughts anyway so hit me up on my socials let's get talking this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Radio Republic, and Spotify. Do follow and don't forget to rate me. Can someone give me some tea? I'm feeling punched out here.